Hello and welcome to the 1 160 of a second photography podcast. It's raining here in the UK, it's May, it's miserable cold weather. So again, not been out, not been doing much. But in today's podcast, I'm going to be simultaneously recording this for YouTube, doing a bit of YouTube experimentation and just seeing what happens. I've been updating the episodes on YouTube. I tend to do that in bulk. I'm going to try and be better on YouTube for the podcast. Anyway, in today's episode, I'm going to talk about the Sony Xperia Pro. So this is a phone. That's it. This is not the iPhone 12. This is not the promised photography smartphone. And there is already a Sony Xperia 1, but this is the Pro and it costs around £2,000 and it's just launched in the UK and what's the point of it, you're going to ask? Well, it's a phone, I guess, for serious professional videographers. So in terms of the phone, it's a phone, it's got 512 gigabytes of storage and trust me, you'll need that. You can expand it with a micro SD card and it's got three lenses built in. So it's a three lens phone. It's got a 16, a 24 and a 70 millimeter set of lenses. So they're all primes. There's, there's no zooming. You just change lens and it uses the vis network visualizer app from Sony. So you get control over photography. You get control over filming. You can film in 4K. You can film with all the advanced stuff that you get in Sony cameras, so the AF, the IAF, for example, um, the logs and stuff. But that's still not the reason why many people may want to use it. It has a HDMI port, so you can plug in your camera's output to this smartphone and it will act as a monitor. So it essentially replaces things like an Atomos Ninja or those those recording monitors you see put in a hot shoe on top of a camera that videographers use. So the idea is you have one device and you can just use that. So you have your phone and it's a good phone and it's got lots of storage. And when you go out shooting, you can just plug your cable in and you can use that as your monitor. Now, there are some advantages to using a monitor to record stuff. You can record at 10-bit over 8-bit, which gives you a better image and it means it's better for color grading. You can also record in a sort of lossless format. You can record in Apple ProRes or you can record in the digital negative version of that, Avid's version. And that makes editing easier because it hasn't been compressed. Of course, it makes your file sizes bigger, but it does make editing a lot easier. So when I first started in videography, I used to film on a Canon 550D and I used to get a QuickTime file at the end. Hated QuickTime. It's fine if you've got a Mac, but I had a PC and QuickTime is rubbish on a PC. So I used to transcribe it to something and then it would be really easy to edit. I used to transcribe it to um, DNGX, I think, using a, a transcriber. So it was another step I had to do and otherwise I just couldn't edit it. But if you're recording it into an external recorder, that's already done. And then you can view it back. You can use things like scopes and histograms and other things. Now, the, the question I have is, is a good phone and a separate recorder the same cost? Do you save any money by just having the two in one? And 
Is there any advantage to having the two in one other than the need to only carry one thing or always have your field monitor on you on with you? I don't know. I suppose one of the bonuses is that you can send your files off because it's a 5G capable phone. So you'll definitely have 4G, you'll have Wi-Fi, you can always send things off. But then you could do that before if you had a, a smartphone, you could somehow or you just bring a laptop and somehow you get the stuff off the off the camera or or off the monitor field recorder i should say and then you just beam it to wherever i guess it's easier if it's all in one place i guess maybe you could start editing it on your way home on the train but to me the iphone 12 was the big the big flagship photography and videography camera i don't know that this is competing with the iPhone 12 I don't know it's just something different and certainly it's it's probably very good as a video camera or a video smartphone it's probably very good at taking pictures as well but I've I've managed so far not to have to use a field recorder field monitor although I'm not I wouldn't say I'm a professional videographer and certainly a lot of videographers say no you're definitely not a professional videographer so I just wanted to talk about this and have a think about it, really. I'm not going to be rushing out to buy it. I probably won't buy it. But it's a very interesting concept of if you're going to buy a flagship phone, should you shell out another £1,000 and have a field monitor for professional videography? I don't know. You see, for me as well, there's the consideration that I've always had an iPhone. I'm very much in the Apple ecosystem do I want to switch to Android? Not really. Not unless something really bad happens to Apple. Anyway, let me know in the comments what you think. It's not for me. It's very unlikely to be for me unless I change careers. But is it for you? Would you get it? Or would you get the half price Sony Xperia 1, which has everything, I suspect, apart from the HDMI port and the ability to add a field monitor? Let me know. Thanks. Bye.